Yes, I'm Ari Styles, and remember this is the turntable where we keep you learned and get you turned, or get you learned and keep you turned, whichever you want to look at it with. And I'm D-Money, you know we'll be bringing you the facts, playing you the tracks, and today we got another great show, uh, it's all about the ladies, the queens. It's ladies night. <laughs> it's mm. ladies month. <laughs> very, 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 very well ladies night, it, it will come in a little bit into it's the feeling right the show, no. yeah it's the feeling right lady night but uh, there is a song about it with, but i'm gonna let us go through it all right yeah. so i won't mess up your order <laughs> so let's get into it with a song called pray and slay it's 305 baby yeah that's very all the way alive baby okay Day Connie and his thing On a mission to give him glory You know Jesus is his name So yeah we pray and we slay Oh what we do I said yeah we pray and we slay Oh what we do You know it yeah we pray and we slay We slay these giants every day Just like David against Goliath God always make a way Yeah you know God sent his only son Packaged as himself But three days later he rose up Straight from hell you know what's up He became that goat that real boss And we is churn you know what's up Yeah he I save a 2 oh, what you thought Somebody else Oh child, please get on them knees And pray to the Lord Yes indeed I'm, I'm not even a follower though But for Christ he got me And if you coming He's what I bleed Like a baser He all I need Hey let me tell you what I mean Christ in me He lives in me He told Satan a bad back He got our backs And matter of fact Oh yeah He, he was stating the facts And overall he handled that So what you worried about now have a coke, have a smile, chill, bro. Relax and trust God. Child, what you talking about? Yeah, we pray and we slay. Oh, what we do? I said, yeah, we pray and we slay. Oh, what we do? You know it. Yeah, we pray and we slay. We slay these giants every day. Just like David against Goliath, God always make a way. They say, how you trust God when everything go out of whack? Oh, child, I don't have to do that. Jesus really got my back. Hey, I'm a soldier. What you mean? And being a Christian ain't what it seems. Plus, they think this life is sweet like we ain't got no end. Me. Lot of things been taken away from me like a bunch of my family. Yeah. You know how many times I've been broken and broke, child, please. A lot of things I won't even say because it ain't the time for me. But the Lord is with me every day. Bro, I really sleep. Hey, that favor, I don't deserve it. His grace, I never earn it. But in him, I'm super perfect. Plus his love made me a servant. It's unconditional knowing that his love provides us peace. My Savior is all powerful. He's strong when I am weak. And he'll take care of me. He'll never leave me. He'll never abandon me like people do plus it's aroma sweet so no matter how much that fire gets close to me i'm ten toes down up in this furnace where you thought i'd be no thought? feel like the three hebrew boys we straight ganged up they can throw me in this fire too and my faith would never change up my mind focused on the lord so no fire consumes me there's only one i serve plus that word been promised me that no fire will harm me no smell of smoke on me nothing will scorch me and no river will overflow me look i'm a christian baby so I breathe in with this word plus, plus, plus he did it on the cross Yeah, that's how much he loved me You feel me? So I go where the word resides And actually the word resides within me I go to the word, the word is in me So that means it resides everywhere I be You feel me? And that's on Mary, okay. we had a little lamb, honey And that little lamb she had Changed the whole wild world, baby 
that's really at the end. Dang, how I did that? <laughs> it, it was so perfect. Okay, honey, look. Okay, that was Pray and Slay by Mamie. So last week we're gonna get into some. I just said what Mamie. Miami. It's it's Miami. Miami. It's Miami. Miami. Oh, what's the right? Miami. Right. Maya and me. Yeah. Anyway, we are gonna just discuss Queens, seeing that it is Women's Month, and. Women's Day is... Okay, please be specific and say Queens of Hip Hop, because people are going to think we're talking about Ray Queens or something. No, okay, it's Queens of Hip Hop. Yeah, just say Queens. Not what Chiki does on the weekend. Yeah, we can't say Queens, because Queens also could mean Queens Bridge. Yeah, that's awesome. The bridge is over, okay? The bridge ain't over. It's still built. It's still there. All right, so we're talking today, we're discussing the Queens of Hip Hop. Um, first, it's, first and foremost, I'm gonna mention it as it's not in chronological order, right? So you're just gonna mention names. One of the legendary. Uh, I'm gonna start with um, MC Light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's basically Light is a rock. MC Light, yeah, she's she's the first solo. F- she 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 don't classify as a female rapper. She says so. She, she classifies as a, herself as a rapper. Okay. Yeah. But she's actually the first. Female solo rapper solo that came out release. in the eighties. It's been around. Yeah, because prior to that, everyone else was coming out with groups or crews or yeah, something of that. So she was a standalone. Artist. Standalone. Yeah, it came standalone without crews. Um, yeah, you probably uh, knew a song of us before you even knew she was, and it was rock the party. Yeah, definitely. Who rocked the party? That rock the party. People know yeah. the record, but they don't know it's. It was. Like. That, yeah, that was in ninety, in the like in the late nineteen ninety five ninety six. Somewhere around there, um, but the first, the first album, the first full album, uh, full length album, uh, was re- uh, which is called Light as a Rock, dropped in 1988, right? Uh, her flow and lyrical precision and, and refusal to self-center gained the industry attention very quickly, and that's how she, she became prominent. Um, in '93, um, her uh, uh, Rough uh, Roughneck, which is a song, was a song, the single, was nominated for Grammy Best Rap, for was nominated for a Grammy for Best Rap Single, right? That which made MC like the first female rapper to be nominated for a Grammy, right? So yeah, she is she is legendary. Mm-hmm. I think one of the how do I put? I have something to say, but I, I I think the point of this this episode was to shine a light the fact that it's Women's Day, Women's Month, and basically big up the woman. So what I might say is basically a lot of people do put MC Light up there with the greatest MCs of all time, and sometimes they put them what the men and whatever, however you want to hear it. I don't want to bring this up again, man. But she has uh, Latifa, a few other people that, that they maybe include in the conversation of the, some of the greatest or the top fives or the top ten. They've used writers. So I just want to bring back to my point that for the people that put them in there, not to say that they're not legendary artists, they're not pioneering, they haven't paved the way and opened the doors. And obviously in the entire stature, they have, they're great people within the culture and generally. But the fact that they've used writers, you just can't necessarily have them in your top five situations. I don't know why I mentioned that, but there's yeah. a conversation I had the other day which happened yeah. to have been um, about MC yeah. Light. So if you heard last week, we spoke about Roxanne Shante, we spoke about... Mm-hmm. Uh, like now we spoke about MC Light, and you saw their style of their style of rap was how 
they they they, they message they they were portraying it was more they, conscious and feminine first it, type thing uh if the conscious and feminine the conscious part will come in with why i'm bringing it in what quality now, what what quality focus be back then um it was more of the female rappers was trying to uh out rap not out rap but trying to they needed to try, trying to keep up with her don't say keep up how can i put it they were trying to to be respected and looked at as yeah, the same light the looked same at light, in the yeah. same light as the males that's yeah that, that's what i was trying to say and then when then we we had queen latifah right uh if you remember native the uh what's it called the native tongues the native tongues crew which but it was a crew consisting of yeah. ella so um a tribe called quest, tribe called quest jungle brothers jungle brothers yeah yes. yeah so she was one of the first the earliest female female rappers in hip hop um then she was well known for 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 she used to flow socially uh conscious uh, conscious rap the largely positive content um well that's what yeah. the whole native tongues was it was um surrounded around conscious somewhat positive and then coming from that environment and also being a female which rapped about somewhat feminism and that type of thing she fit in perfectly with native mm. tongues yeah so like one we you know we chicken you you'll see it right now right one of our famous songs you 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 and ity oh yeah do it you do it, have to see you it. and ity and then i don't know the rest of the words and songs like ladies first right mm-hmm. as you have to go said um even if you never tell me to sing it i was yeah. listening <laughs> yeah anyway um, most people most people recognize her in 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 movies like uh, the younger generation will yeah. know her as an actor more than an actual rapper yeah, but actual she, was, she was she is yeah, she a is. legendary yeah rapper. And we also got to send a shout out to the Queen Latifah of our crew, Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Yeah, and then then we come with uh, Moni Love, the British lady, the British, the British lady. lady, some tea and crumpets. <laughs> Do you Hello, love. Hello, love. <laughs> yeah. So she's 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 one of the only other female rappers in the native tongues. Uh, part with part and parcel with um, Queen Latifah. Yeah. yeah. The thing with that which is crazy. This was what late eighties, early nineties. Predominantly, the culture hasn't spread and gone as wide and as big as it is today. It wasn't international, it was somewhat localized to America, to New York. For, for her to have come from the London or wherever she's from, to have come over and, and did that, that actually was uh, groundbreaking and you know, historical because at this point in time it was, it was still localized. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she was able to cross over and come to America and do these records, and lots of people didn't actually know that she was British until years later. So she's actually a groundbreaking artist in that regard. Right. Um I I remember in the in the start of the in the start of the show when you say when you sing about ladies night night mm-hmm. right? Uh I'm understanding correct I'm going to be coming to correct myself. I don't apologize it was ladies it was ladies first it was Queen Latifah. Um and Money Love. Money Love. This is what I said. And then there was also the Kim there was like about quite a few on a I think on a on a remix. Uh, remix one that, that that's the one that I was alluding to. Oh, okay. The one you were alluding to, not yeah, like how you used to allude the other day yeah. in completely yeah. wrong context. <laughs> yeah, in a wrong context, yeah. But then, then we I we, we spoke a little bit about salt and pepper yeah, last week, uh-huh. right? We salt and pepper basically they join they um the their group their group basically salt and pepper salt um Cheryl James and Sandra Denton and DJ Spender DJ Spenderella. It was right? important to mention. Yeah, DJ Spenderella is a big part of Salt and Pepper. So yeah. people look at, it's like uh, Randy MC, 
Mm-hmm. Everyone speaks about Run and DMC, but GMS to J also gets his light in terms of being a huge part and an instrumental part of Run DMC. It's the same with Salt and Pepper and DJ Spinderella. Yeah. She's part of the group. And last week we spoke about in terms of them, their content. Um, their content was pioneering. They were the first to have a certain type of content we spoke about mm-hmm. last week. So they started a trend. Also, they were the first female group to go platinum. Yeah. And this their song push it right din, 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 din. everybody everybody knows that everybody knows it and there's other one let's talk about and let's talk about sex and uh what is what i mean yeah yeah so yeah so that's why referring to content they were groundbreaking in terms yeah. of content you know they were first to do certain things that they after became what actually female rappers rapped about a lot and 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 for for them in the top 500 talking about songs not mm-hmm. only in hip-hop mm-hmm. But in songs, they ranked, I think it's 400 and something, but for songs, and in hip-hop, I think, I can't, I might be under correction. It might be a hundred and some, it's in the hundreds, for for female artists. Um, stop talking about now. They would that song, Push It. Mm-hmm. That's how famous they are. Um, yeah, and then we have Foxy Brown, right? Yeah, she is one of the most distinctive female rappers of the 90s. Foxy Brown entered the scene at a mere age of 15 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she first appeared on LL Cool J's album, Mr. Smooth. Um, she not uh, Mr. Smooth. No, not Mr. Smooth. <laughs> well, she, she was on I Shot Show, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah I, was, I was just about to come to that part. Yeah, she was. Was on, it the same? She was rapping. It was on the on the Mr. Smooth. It was a remix of I Shot Show. Mm-hmm. Right. Then she got signed to in '96. She got signed to Def Jam. Well, the fact that she survived it, because remember, Cannabis on one of his first songs was with LL, and LL took a shot at him and destroyed him. You know, LL took a shot at Fox, at Foxy on that song. Hmm? Even female rappers can get it too. Yeah. She was a 15-year-old girl. He was a grown man, <laughs> and he took a shot at her. That's the name of the game. <laughs> Some it reminds me of someone I know. I know, shoot, no 15-year-old girls. <laughs> no, no, it reminds me of someone I know that dead artist. On the article, but it's and yeah, it yeah. I'm gonna leave it just there where it is. Then uh, basically, she said, yeah, she signed into the she signed to Dev Jam in '96. Um, that same year, she appeared with Little Kim, Total, and the Bread on the Bad Boy remix of No One Else. Um, it was a debut album also. It debuted in nine in '96 that same year. It's It's Il Nana. It's the album's Il called Nana. Il Nana, right? Um, it had critical. Uh, what's it called? It has critical reviews. Big. Uh, well, the mute of critics. What's it called? The reviews are a bit mixed, um, but the sales was very strong. Um, I think we we all know the song "Get Me Home" with Backstreet Boys. I'm not sure. Yeah. But one thing again, was one of the singles. was a lot. Was really big back then. A lot mm-hmm. bigger than people actually think. It was not one of Jay's first biggest hits. Had Foxy on it. Actually, Jay's biggest hit. First, I'm talking about his first, first, first one, first, the one that got yeah. broke him through. Yeah. Had Foxy on there. Foxy was um, had records with DMX. She was part of the firm. She was with Nas and like she were, and then she had the beef with Lil Kim. Yeah. And Lil Kim kind of ran parallel to each other. Yeah, and we we always give credit the same, yeah. for the to Kim for for starting that style and the thing is like that. But but Foxy was a part of that as well. She was a little bit more gangster, like if you are on the firm and things like that. So Foxy was huge back then and extremely important. Right. So now I'm gonna. Come to, I think this is Shiki's favorite, favorite, favorite number one. I know this thing, man. Mm. When we talk about Fuji's, we're talking about Lauren Hill. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna leave you to talk about Lauren Hill. 
I don't have things like yeah. you have, but I can go into it. Listen, yeah. Lauren is wildly regarded as arguably one of the best to ever do it, period. With only one solo album out. And then one that 50 refers to as she did an album with no beats. It's not true. It was an unplugged album. Uh, back then, MTV used to release these unplugged albums. I think that's what he was talking about when he was referring to that. And then she has um, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill and then obviously what she did on the food. Yeah. So, yeah. Lauren so is one of the best to do it. I mean, so she has one solo, uh, official solo album and is regarded as one of the best. She was one of the first artists to actually, you see back then R&B and hip-hop didn't blend that well. And then you had, it as it grew, R&B artists and hip-hop artists started working together. She was a hybrid back in the 90s. She was singing mm. and rapping and doing both at a high level. Not what you got today that these rappers can't even rap, but they rap it. And they can't even sing, but they sing in and rap it. They can't do both, but they're doing both. She did both at an extremely high level. She was... What the Fugees, what Pras and Wyclef John, and basically mopping the floor with both of them on every song. Mm. I don't know what I can say about Lauren Hill because the people that do know know that she is one of the, the greatest ever. Yeah. And her style as well. Like she wasn't like into just like over-sexualized kind of yes. content. She was lyrical. She... She spoke, spoke about, to, about like wo- a woman. Yeah, she, she spoke about womanhood, motherhood. For the South Africans, you'll hear a lot womanhood, of Soweto references on the yeah, album. Womanhood, motherhood, black fem- femininity, and the music business, basically, right? Uh, it is to, we all know that to up, to up, right? That thing, everything the is album everything. Is hits the album diamond. She sold over the like whole, 20 yeah. million. That whole album. And the entire album is hits. And, and, and if you've sold over 20 day. million, your whole album is hits. Yeah. So tell... Still this day, I think it's still uh, all, all, all the songs basically is classic. So I saw her live, I saw the crowd, no one let her go away. Yeah, and then D-Money, this one is for you, Lil' Kim, right? For me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've been him old Lil' Kim, not new Lil' Kim, yeah. don't nobody want new Lil' yeah. Kim. Yeah, even from this <laughs> yeah. he loved he loved Lil' Kim until she messed with her nose. She yeah. looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, Lil' Kim. Um, part of the junior mafia, part of the, the junior mafia, uh, from P from PIG, yeah. Um, she she like uh, like Foxy Brown in '96, she became prominent. Um, T, do you have anything on Lil Kim? Okay, so she basically started with Biggie, or Biggie helped her out with the lyrics. Mm, and then she, she got her own mm. style afterwards. Yeah, yeah then she. Yeah. So she also was quite big um, in the 90s. Kim was huge, 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 huge. Yeah. Kim probably the second biggest artist after like Nikki, Lauren and then Kim. Like size-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and um, global, like globally. Yeah. And, and, extremely and, and if you listen to our show last week, we mentioned little Kim about uh, her style and people adopting her. Nikki uh, and basically everybody out in the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. because prior to little Kim coming out, and okay, and Foxy Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? A woman was still wearing the sweatpants. The, 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 they looked the, more the, like men. They yeah. weren't um, breaking through mm-hmm. in terms of a feminine style because they felt like you needed to be more manly and more masculine to actually break through in hip hop. But Lil Kim basically showed you that you can be a woman and show that side of you and still sell records. Mm-hmm. But um, Kim, in terms of that, like if you hear early Kim, she sounds a lot like Big. Because obviously he was writing the structure and the records for her. But as time grew and she got her own style and she became her own artist. And speaking about her and Foxy, her and Foxy had a really big beef at one point in yeah. time. 
So we leave that for another day. We leave, we leave, we leave the beefing for for, for another day, mm-hmm. right? Because right now we're vegetarian, we can't have no beef. Chicken. Um, what about your baby girl, Kim? Yeah. Your little Kim, your baby girl, Kim. I don't know which Kim we're referring to. Uh, how many girl. Kims do you have? <laughs> Kim is a very common name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then the next one. I think outright um, when you're talking about music videos, creative, producing, producing. Rapping, uh, rapping uh, at a high level as well. At a high level, I think she blew the stratosphere for me. Changed the game. Changed the game, yeah. yeah. Creatively, um, Masi Elliot, right? So yes, uh, she's part. She uh, in I think in the ninety five, ninety six when Alia came up with uh, a second album, mm-hmm. she 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 played an important role in producing what uh, uh, in Tumbleland, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. right? Not writing and producing. Yeah, writing and producing, right? Um, yeah, so she. Take, she, and she was on the she frequent, well, yeah, she's a frequent mm-hmm. collaborator and she created her, her first her first um, solo album called Super Duper Fly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know that uh, song, um, The Rain. Well, she got, well, she got tons and yeah. tons of mm-hmm. hits. Like, I think she's overlooked as basically what she brought to the game, how big she was, how, how creative she was. Her and Basta, like people are speaking about doing a versus and they were always... But in like the man against the man and the woman against the woman. This is the first one they were looking at that they got to basically cross Chandra because everyone is afraid to go up against Pasta Rhyme in the verses mm. because of how prolific he and, is, and how and animated and he is, what the performer he is, the videos yeah. he is, the fact that his head hits and hits for years and years and years. And, and the name that keeps coming up is Mercy Elliott. So you need to know how big and how impactful and how important she was to have been mentioned in that conversation. And Obviously, her creativity, I think, Mercy, what she done for video change the game. I yeah. know now it's not so important anymore, but back then, having a great video. Yeah. Speaking, yeah. speaking, on, speaking on great videos, right? Mm-hmm. This is where it started, but, but uh, on Super Duper Fly, that uh, each single, The Rain, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's regarded as one of the most inventive videos in the history of music videos, right? Yeah. And do you know why? Do you saw you saw the studio shit? Basically, it was a parachute. Yeah, yeah, it was really ridiculous, really crazy. You yeah, almost said ridiculous. It <laughs> yeah. was, but at that point, it, it, it's um back then to break through. You had so many artists, so many great artists, so many creative artists. Yet we do something of shock value. Mm. That's why the videos would do that. So even though you were about to say ridiculous, yeah, and you yeah. change your word, it was ridiculous, but it drew it drew, it brought you in, it drew you in, and you paid attention to it. So it was like that's why you'd even get artists that would say outlandish things sometimes on the record for shock value. Yeah, yeah, and then the next album it was the Real World, which was equally successful. And then the third album, the third album, I think it's uh, it's called Must E So Addictive. That's the one that gave us the song Get Your Freak On, Party People, or uh, Work It. Uh, that's the most of the most of the song that we basically know. I think we know records from all our yeah. albums. Must mm-hmm. E had hits upon hits upon hits. Yeah, and that girl that became famous for dancing come from her video. Sierra. Uh, Sierra. No, not Sierra. I mean, a small white girl that was dancing in one of her videos. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. On Step Up, on Step Up. She is yeah, yeah. on Step Up, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was... That was but uh, Sierra also said Sierra Trophy. Okay, we spoke about Sharok uh, last, la- uh, last week, which was the Origins. Um, then we have Trina, right? Mm-hmm. So in 98, uh, Trina was starting to get a, a real estate license when she caught the attention of a Miami rapper called Trick Daddy, right? Um, who, rec- who recruited her and, or, and recruited her on a track on his track called Nan Nan N I G G A, right? Um, it was released as, as his lead single, and yeah, that's where she 
she Look, kickstarted her career. Yeah, uh, basically what what it was about. He was rapping from a male's perspective, and he knew Trina, and he wanted someone that could come through and basically give the female's perspective on that record. Now, if anyone is familiar with Trick Daddy or his music, he is a ridiculous human being. He says some of the most outlandish, crazy, funny stuff you could ever hear. He's extremely vulgar. I love Trick Daddy. Trina did that from a female's perspective. You should hear her mouth on that record. It is ridiculous. Mm. The entire verse is almost bleeped out. Mm. It was crazy. So that obviously, again, back to the mm. previous point about shock value and things like that. That's what put her on. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Brat, right? Which our first major breakthrough occurred when she won the top prize in a local contest in her hometown um, of Chicago, which was sponsored by Yo MTV Raps. Remember, Yo MTV, MTV Raps was big that time, right? Um, it was, what her reward was meeting Cross Cross, and that's how she got in contact with uh, Jermaine Dupri, and then who signed uh, who signed the bread. Um, yeah, she so was the first solo female artist to go platinum as well. First solo, yeah. also so, underrated and not yeah. like put uh, up there, but mm-hmm. she's yeah. she's. Again, she's one of those people where you'll know a lot of her songs, but you might not necessarily know her. Yeah. If Same you, like how he spoke about yeah. Light. So, so if you saw her, her style, uh, a way of dressing and everything, yeah. um, Jermaine Dupri, his intention for her was to position her image as the female Snoop Dogg, right? Um, she yeah, Jermaine was famous for that. He didn't <laughs> just sign an artist. He created your whole image. He put your yeah. entire albums together. He was an orchestrator of basically every, every, single every aspect of the artist, of the star's life, from Bow Wow to Cross Cross to the Brat. Yeah. He was extremely hands-on. Yeah. So she became one of the first female rappers to, to spit openly about her life. Her debut album was called Functified. Functified. Um, it was released in '94. Uh, it ended the rap album chart at number 11, right? And the album also went platinum, making her the first female solo rapper to sell 1 million copies, right? Um, then we have a Lady of Rage, right? Was well, she angry? I'm assuming so. <laughs> right? So you, you, you know the Lady of, Lady of Rage, she, she, she is in, um, she was part of um, the, she was part of, Death Row. If, if remember, there's, there's, there's famous and legendary pictures of the billboards and things like that of the of the Death Row artists with the blacked out thing and the faces just there. Ra- Lady of Rage was one of them. I think a lot of people today probably don't know who she yeah. was, but she was great back then. Yeah. So she 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 features in in the in the Chronic and the Doggy Style, right? So a uh, part of a story between that, right? Um, the Chronic comes out, right? Her album, they busy making her album. Right now, because of Snoop Dogg's success into in the Chronic, right? They Dogg push back her, they push back her album, and put Snoop Dogg at first. So it yeah. comes it, it comes again. We we spoke last week about uh, uh, Robert Roxanne Chante battling twelve male male. Well, rappers. that might not have necessarily been anything to do with her being a female. It's just that Snoop shines so much on the Chronic. It made sense to follow up. With mm-hmm. his album, because if you hear like Karab speak about her, um, I always say Dr. Dreyfus, like, he only from Death Row, he only wants to work with Snoop, RBX, and Lady of Rage. Mm. The other guys would have to sort themselves out yeah. because he was 
they were his favorites. Yeah. So it's not like she was put on the back burner okay. specifically because she was a female. Maybe I don't know, but I'm just saying yeah. Snoop was such a shining star just out of the chronic that it made sense for him to follow up that album and because look at what he did. He was the the highest debut album of all time or the second until fifty came. Yeah. But the highest album but debut album from an artist yeah. was Snoop. and then Dogstyle came and then the album was supposed to come after that. And just after after Dogstyle uh, album was supposed to come, I think there was some uh, but Ray did yeah. end up coming with something. Yeah, so she came up with the album, but because of the hype of, of the artist, the way they dropped us, it didn't give it. What happened is because of the, the star power on Death Row and so much people were shining through, it might have not, yeah. the light might have been not so bright. But on. she is regarded as one of... No, Rage is great. Yeah, one of the best. And when I say Rage is great, I mean the rapper and I mean having Rage is great. <laughs> right. Then we have EVE, Eve, right? Put pool in a skirt. Right. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that, at, at that time, DMX in the 90s was, was popular, right? Before before signing to... You don't just make a statement like that. Like that time, DMX in the 90s was popular. You just said that like it was nothing. No. DMX was, was popular. Was, was DMX. You're supposise to use your... Your okay, okay, so was, was, was popular, most DMX popular rapper alive popular in the 90s. That was DMX. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. And right by his side was Eve, right? But the background story... Before her coming into um, Rough Riders, she was signed to Dr. Dre. Dre, But because Dr. Dre was, uh, he was a perfectionist and it was taking time for her songs to get released. And at that same time, Eminem came in. Mm -hmm. So then she went into uh, Rough Riders. So, what Rough Riders, how how she got recruited is they. She had to battle everybody. She had to battle, they they went down, so I think to her basement. And she had to battle everybody, and she, she had to battle DMX, uh, and that's how she got basically signed. And that's how you got, uh, if you watch like the Rough Riders Chronicles and things, that's the only way you made it onto Rough Riders, if you had to you battle had to all these people and, and survive you, it. And Even if you lost, but you still had to like do well, then you would have gotten signed. If you couldn't make it, you wouldn't be signed to And the last, uh, and the last uh, other you were going to have to battle was DMX, mm. the X, yeah. That solidifies you to enter into Rough Riders. Well, a debut album was released in 99. Um, Let There Be Eve, a Rough Riders First Lady, right? The project reached number one in the Billboard 200, making her, at that time, the third female rapper to accomplish the feat. She continued to be a magnetic force in in, in the Rough Riders universe. Um, in general, not only yeah. within Rough Riders, Eve was huge. Is huge. Right? It's got a lot of hits. But yeah, but it was, up, it was only in 2000 with the breakthrough album called Scorpion. That it made our household name. You know that song, uh, Caught What You Need? It plays yeah, every. Yeah, yeah. 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 every DJ uses every it. DJ, yeah. I, I use it. Mm-hmm. Every, almost every single time. Yeah. And then. And you must know she was on a label that, that, that took over the world. Like Rough Riders was everywhere. Motorbikes, all that. You had DMX selling millions. You had the locks coming back on there. And she was still able to shine through on that label with all that stars around her. Yeah. Then we have Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Right? Of TLC. Of TLC, yeah. Right? So, um, yeah. So <laughs> she, <laughs> no, I, I, know, I was looking at, I was looking at him because he said TLC. I was expecting him to say something else. For, uh, he just said TLC, yeah. But she is part of the group called, called uh, TLC. Um, yeah, she... That's where she, she, she rose to fame. Um, as, one, uh, as one of the biggest hip-hop and R&B groups on earth but uh but uh what's it called she was the mc in 
Yeah, I was the was singer, she was the rapper. She was, she was, what's it called, right? Then, um, she was about to create her own solo career. She was signed to Death Row as well. She signed to Death, yeah. Then she was signed to Death Row. Um, she she even had a song with uh, Tupac, which was recorded before before he died. Um, yeah, but she died tragically in 1992, right? No, that's too no, early. No, it's too early. No, it can't be 1982. It's way too early. Way too early. Yeah. It's 1990... Something. Don't yeah, don't come with the year. 1992 is ridiculous. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'm just she was signed to Death Row post-Snoop and him. Like yeah. the, second, mm-hmm. the second time Death yeah. Row with, with Corrupt and Crocodile and all of that. So this is what, late 90s, early 2000s? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was 1999 yeah, which is the female version of Ether. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That hence the term Sheeta. Not Sheeta, Sheeta. Ah, man. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. But yeah, Ram, uh, Remy Ma was one of pa- Big Pan's favorite MCs, mm-hmm. right? Because he just, he just, basically, he's the one that discovered her. Mm-hmm. And she, she's on the song called, on the single Lean Back, which topped the Billboard 100. Um, she's, Remy came out at that point in time she was about to blow up mm. and unfortunately she got incarcerated so actually album didn't come out back then she came out and she did the album with Joe so actually till now we haven't yeah. actually received a solo album from Remy and she is still hailed as like a great 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 MC okay but she has um, uh, 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 album, a solo album um, can't just remember what uh, what no, mixtapes a uh, uh, solo album never came Mm. Let me know never solo album. She doesn't have. She does not. Okay. Because there's something she about... She got a joint album There's something about Mary based on a true story. She got mixtapes yeah. and then she got a joint album with Joe and then she mm. did some stuff before she went away but she doesn't have an official solo oh, album. Official release. Okay. Mm. Then we have uh, Rad Digger. Right? Rad Digger came up as a long time member of the Flip Mood Squad. Prior to that, she was with, uh, what was that group called, The Eastsiders? Uh, and then her debut album, Dirty Harriet, uh, released in 2000, and it featured Pastor Rhymes and Eve. She also worked with Baham, Baham Media on the track Be Okay from Larissa's Lounge, Volume 1. Yeah, and then... Raz, like a pro lyricist, and you mm. probably heard her verse from, what was that record with Mariah and Pastor? The big one? I know what you want. Yeah, mm. that's Radiga yeah. on there rapping. So I guarantee you, there's millions and millions of people out there that know that verse word for word, but don't know who she is. Who she is, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't bring up something by mentioning Radiga, because I know you find a segue every week to mention this man. Sometimes yeah. I do it for you, yeah, but I'm surprised you didn't segue from Radiga into Eminem. Yeah, I'm really surprised. She came before she was flip mode. She came from a group called the Eastsiders, which yeah. Eminem was a part of as well before they oh, both yeah. blew up. Yeah. I'm surprised that you did not find the link and mention that. Stan, are you I sleeping? Forgot, no, I'm <laughs> sleeping. I forgot about it. I know you're sleeping. You probably you you can't get of, up. I know you were part of Eastsiders before. Before you blew up and before what did she you blew have, up. Yeah. 
No, 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 you mean Bazawa boat part of it? Yeah, but I mean before the, the 12th, right, and then Charlie Baltimore. Did Charlie Baltimore really deserve shine on the Queens of Hip Hop episode? Huh? Charlie Baltimore really did nothing. She was big artist, he wrote for her, then she went to Murder Inc. Like, yeah. does Charlie Baltimore really deserve shine? I don't know, I just, it's just a word about mention. It's a tucked up again, it's just, it's, it's just a mention, right? It's just a mention. Just a mention. Honorable um, mention. Honorable mention. I'm going to give my honorable mention just now, right? Um, Erica, ba- Erica Badu. Not okay. technically a hip-hop, hip-hop rapper, artist, yeah. but, but she's, a, she's a hip-hop artist, but she's not technically a rapper. Yeah. Uh, also great. But yeah, great of course, tracks. and then what, what, that, um... What was that song with um It's common I used to uh, common uh, love of my life. Yeah, that's basically a song about hip hop. So she yeah. mustn't technically what 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 she's would she called, fall under? It's it's hip hop soul. Okay, it's hip hop soul. So she cause she infused soul, funk, R and B and then infused the She was on her own vibe yeah, like Yes. Uh-huh. Very own. weird lady. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, no, she is. She's she legendary, if we can, hip-hop soul artist then, or soul R&B artist, artist or yeah. soul artist or whatever she was. She wasn't what, in a box, but basically she made a song talking about the love of her life being hip-hop. Being hip-hop, yeah. Um, then we have, in the late uh, 2010s. In the early 2010s. Early 2010s. Late 2000s. You said late 2010s. Is the, Sorry, the, the early 2019. 2010s. Early, early 2010s, uh, Nicki Minaj, right? So, yeah, so the, as we spoke about Nicki Minaj, um, little Kim, little Kim has a beef with uh, had a beef with Nicki Minaj saying no, they stole the style. But anyway, Nicki Minaj, yeah, uh, legendary female artist. We, yeah, I think everybody uh, knows legendary. For me, <laughs> at this legendary. point, at this point, okay. it she's doesn't legendary. legendary because you've been around what ten yeah. years now. Plus. Yeah, and she's legendary. So it yeah. can't. And then whether you like Nicki or not, right? Facts are the facts. When she wants to, she can rap, rap. Yeah. yeah. Like really, really go really. like on monster and things like that. She can destroy she des- men. Yeah, she destroyed. Secondly, where, again, whether you like her or not, Nikki is arguably the biggest female MC of yeah. the time. So what she has done is, even though you can say yes, she took her style from from Kim, yeah, yeah, right. What she has done for all the females that came after her were influenced and took her style basically, and that's why the fact now that you got seventeen different women all rapid and all on top of the game right now is a direct link to her. Mm-hmm. She because she's so famous and sold so much, she's opened doors for these other females to come through. So the disrespect that she does receive from people that aren't her fans is crazy because even though she does make pop sounding records and she does the funny stuff like the super bass and mm. all of that and don't respond to Remy properly and things like that, yes, you can knock her for that and she say because you're supposed to be an MC and get down and dirty with the MCs. But she she is extremely important to the culture in terms of what she's been able to achieve in the period of time that she has and the heights that she's reached. Right now, I'm gonna come with my honorable mentions, right? Mm-hmm. Which is Ladybug Mecca, MC Trouble, mm-hmm. Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. I hope I said it right. Gangster Boo, uh-huh. Emil. Emil from Rhapsody should not get. I'm not from from Rhapsody. From Rockefeller should not get a shout out. But anyway, anyway, anyway <laughs> okay. It's 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 it's, it's woman, man. Peach All right. Uh, Mia X. Okay. There's a group called Diamond, Diamond and Princess. Yeah. Yo Yo. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Rhapsody, nothing. Okay, I never put it on. Yeah. She is one of the current. Okay, when I say current, I mean six, seven years. Yeah. Maybe eight years. Mm-hmm. Twenty tens. Okay. 
best not female MCs, MCs she will go bar for bar with Urio Regardez, the best of the last 10 years, Kendrick and Cole. Mm-hmm. She will tear them up on the, on the song. Right. And they've admitted okay. this. And she makes conscious, proper music, like not this nonsense that the rest of them to be okay. rapping about their body parts okay. and all of that. Okay. There's actual music there. Uh, what do you feel about Azalea Banks? I feel like she can rap, but she should not talk in public. Okay. <laughs> all right. Some people is good at the art form, but when they do interviews and they do other stuff, it, yeah. it paints such a bad light on them that people don't want to listen to their music anymore. And it was uh, it was on the Queens of Hip Hop. Tokyo Jets, nothing. I didn't uh, think about it. Nitty Scott, nothing. Nah. This is all current MCs that can, female MCs that can rap, 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 okay, rap. Okay, you were talking rap. about current, so I, I was... You were going older, yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, I was looking at it older, so mm. you, yeah, you mention, mention all of it. I can't remember all of it now. I never prepare for today's show, but be honest with you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for being honest. <laughs> okay. All right, so that's a shout out to but all the But there is a lot of... Uh, next we're gonna get into a track by Mary Mary. You'll probably know the song when you're all up in the club dancing. Show is hot out here. No, I don't mind though. That'd be great. You know what I'm saying?
Okay, so that was Shackles. Shiki, you know, you know the song. Yeah. I'm shackles on my feet so I can dance. I just want to praise, praise you. I really yeah. did not know. I knew the song. I did not know that it was Mary Mary. And I did not know that it was a religious song. I just be singing yeah. along to the stuff. So that's yeah. our focus artist for the day uh, is Mary Mary. Okay, so they are uh, sisters, Erica and Tina Atkins. So none of them are named Mary. Uh, no. no. The, the, uh, the reason why they called uh, Mary Mary is basically based on uh, the Bible. What the... Uh, Mary was Mary the mother and Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Okay, but some of the one of them should at least be named Mary. Yeah. No, that's why they should make it Mary, 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 and add Mary J. Blige. <laughs> <laughs> she can sing; they can rap. Yeah. So they started also in the nineties. They were like singers. They've got about seven siblings. And Any other siblings named Mary? No. Oh, right. The parents were pastors, so they started like off in the church as well. Mm-hmm. And then they also toured for Brandy. They were backup singers. And then in '98, was it '98 or two, uh, no, 2000? No, it's '98. When they yes, that's when they formed Mary Mary and they released Shackles, which is still one of their biggest songs and the biggest albums. The album was called uh, Thankful. Okay, so yes, yeah, so they also have been like that. They basically broadened the. They were like contem- contemporary the, uh, gospel music, and they added like hip hop. Uh, soul music, funk, and jazz. So they're not totally just hip hop, but they are a mixture of. They blend genres. Yeah, yeah they, they blend, blend genres. genres yeah. Okay, and they're a blended family. A blended. Family. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then another fact: both sisters married. Uh, Mary, Mary, married. Men with the la- with the same last name, so they both. A Campbell, so it's Tina Campbell and Erica Campbell. So they and changed their surnames and then to. To they both got the, the same surname, and the people that they married are not even related. Though. <laughs> so it's uh, that sounds very incestuous. <laughs> no, no. Just can you can have the same surname? Yes, I know, I know. Yeah, you're not family. And unless you, they were family, unless you're my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything you like to add on them, Ari? Um, yeah, no, just Mary, Mary. Um, I'm thinking what what Shackles, right? As you was, as you as you said earlier. Um, people played um, shackles. They play shackles in the club, not realizing that it's a it's a gospel record. But which was which was. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Number nothing, one. Yeah. Number two, I've known that song for years. I, until you all told me that's a gospel record, I did not know. No. I will sing along to that thing when it plays, but and not, not know. It's, it's, it happens sometimes. Yeah. You'll sing along to something yeah. or rap along to something yeah. and not realize because you're not internalizing mm. what you're actually singing along to. And right? until you told me, then I sing the lyrics. I'm like, oh, it is. And at the time, it was one of the biggest songs. It still like, is a huge record yeah. now. Yeah, she, they, I think they even collaborated with Kirk Franklin. Yeah, they, they toured with him. They toured with him, and um, they, they did one song I, I, that, that, that uh, they, they did where I said it's like, uh, I still said it's, it's, it's like that uh, how they created We Are The World. So they, she, they also part of that song. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Can yeah. you like to add on them? Um, no, I think that... That's all I can really think about. All right, so let's get into two songs by Mary Mary. The first song is by Mary, and then the second song is by the other Mary.
So that was God in me and Believer by Mary Mary. Next we're going to get into a part of the show that gets someone all excited in his seat. And I'm even smiling. You can even hear my smile. <laughs> so over to you, Mr. Magoo. Okay. This past week in hip-hop history, Mr. Parai, um... <laughs> What's the single? <laughs> no, what you do it? What you do it? <laughs> he started it. We had to end it. Okay, um, this past week in hip-hop history, a tribe called Quest released their fourth album, Beats, Rhymes and Life, in July 96. Uh, UGK released their third album, Riding Dirty, uh, in 96, July 96 as well. Uh, Chuck D of Public Enemy was born on August 1st, 1960. She can know you got something to say. I have nothing to say. I heard you picking up here. I can't you heard you picking up here. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you picking up here. Like they can hear. Hear me smiling right now. Yeah. Um, Okay. I think I've spoken on all these people throughout yeah. the this, this week's in hip-hop history, so I'm just going to be reiterating old stuff, so I'm yeah. just letting you go and have fun. Okay. EPMD <laughs> released their second album, Unfinished Business, in uh, August 1989. Raekwon released his debut solo album, Only Built for Cuban Links, in August 95. Now I know you can say What does the album cover say on there? Raekwon featuring who? Uh, it says Ghostface on there. Huh? On the album cover, it says Rayquan featuring Ghostface. Yeah, okay. When we were doing our top five groups and I tried to put them under duos or honorable mention for a duo, you were insisting they are not a group. But anyway, just continue. Don't bite. Don't uh, to attack me. <laughs> you like to attack me every single weekend. What's because you don't let me do what I want to do, so <laughs> I have to get what revenge somewhere. When I went through, I had them as honorable mentions as a duo. You but said, no way but they're not a duo, they're not a duo. They're they they, they 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 an official duo. Yeah, but they're not a duo. It's like, Raekwon and Ghostface. Right, continue, yeah, anyway. continue. See, because this guy, eh, I don't have, we, need, we need prayer for this guy. Anyway, but anyway, uh, let's go continue. Big uh, L's second and final album, The Big Picture, 1974 to 99, was released in August 2000. Rest in peace to Big L. Would have been a, a huge, huge artist if he didn't unfortunately pass away because Big L was a phenomenal MC. Right. Um, Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock released their debut single, It Takes Two, in August 1988. Then we have Snoop Dogg releasing his third solo album, The Game Is To Be Sold, Not To Be Told, in August 1998. That was his first album on No Limit. No when he just left Death Row. And then, Funk Master Flex was born August 5th, 1968. People probably have heard Funk Master Flex before because he always says controversial stuff that gets him like to go viral, you know, with the Tupac stuff. And the, 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 the issue what, when, when, when uh, P.I.G. said Brooklyn stand up. Yeah, yeah like Funk day. Flex. Always, he's a legendary hip-hop DJ and radio personality, but... Always sell controversial stuff that ends up going viral. And that MCA of the Beastie Boys was born August 5, 1964. I have nothing to say about Beastie Boys. Nothing to say about Beastie Boys. No, we said it already. The other weeks I spoke about Beastie Boys. We already covered this thing. So you want to hear what I have to say? Just go back, yeah, go back, because we did speak about Beastie Boys. And that was it for this past week in hip-hop history. Shiki, do you have more? Nothing that I can think of. Do you money? Everything you mentioned, I 
Dia pendidik terakan Kau kau bikin Eduting sendiri Would be significant In a historical event That was a history Alright alright Shout out to all the queens Hope Shout out to all the queers. Hope to have a great Women's Day. <laughs> anyway, this was the turntable on Active FM, where radio has never been better. Right. Remember, I'm Aristar, that's Shiki, that's Dimani. This is the turntable where we keep you learned and get you turned. So we're going to end it off with the verse today, which comes from 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. We demolish arguments and every pretentious that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So we're going to end it off with a song uh, by actually two songs. One is Blessed by Gigi and one is by our very own Ari Styles, Woman's Word to Earth. Jesus saved. Forget everything Jesus saved. Seek 
him and you shall find You move the scale so you ain't blind The widow gave only two mics It's all she had, although despite She gave out of need and not of sight They don't see what God sees in quiet But you close me white all the time You can die today when you go tonight Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up Music bump, so I turn it up They see the glow, so I'm blowing up They see me out, they say, what's up? Gold chases, let's link up Got fill up the tank, so I speed it up No matter what, man, it's all love No matter what, man, it's all love Some women are classified by the clothes Cause they love standing up Oh, those women ain't none of those They are delicate and beautiful as a rose This woman right here, yeah Uh, should be treated with tender love and care A house will be a house and not a home You got the world, but the world ain't your own To all your men out there Please listen to this story God it says foolish when God created us He's something good and plan He had something good and plan Man is equal to woman and woman's equal to man man should respect women but so too women should respect man but my main goal today my ultimate aim and views on woman might change yeah it might change yeah man it must change all you men out there all you men out there are you changing but all you men out there Our foundation, all our weaknesses, they are strength. No, we can't trust no man. 
Stay updated and entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like the posts, comment, share them out, retweet, and repost. Spread the word, Active FM. Radio has never been better.